Hey, this past Memorial Day, our family decided to take a moment and go outside for a safe, distant walk. It was great to get outdoors. We've really been careful about, about distancing and staying indoors. So as we soaked up the bit of Bay Area sun that we were enveloped by, I saw a gentleman walk by carrying a kind of tattered copy of a familiar book. And it was an old edition of The Incredible Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. The novel that made Michael Chabon famous, even though his subject matter was an obscure one, the Jewish contribution to the comic book industry. Shimon reminded us in that text that nearly all the creators of the superhero figures that many of us love, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, they all had B'nai Mitzvah. They were all Jewish. They were of all East European Jewish descent. And even the amazingly prolific Stan Lee had a bar mitzvah. Now, sociologically, there are various reasons, we think, for this Jewish connection to the advent of this genre. Danny Fingeroff, in his book, Superman on the Couch, what superheroes really tell us about ourselves and our society, he notes that their creation may have been a reaction to the Jewish experience of anti-Semitism and of prejudice. The Jewish superhero from this perspective was a consequence of our people's desire to find agency, even though we lived in a time of Jewish powerlessness. Likewise, in Cavalier and Clay, Shimon, remi Shimon reminds us of the Golem of Prague, a fantasy creature from medieval Jewish folklore that was attributed to the Maharal of Prague, who stepped in superhero-like to save the community of Prague, the Jewish community, from the pogroms, because they longed for an angelic being to come and save them when they could not save themselves. But this week's Torah portion, Naso, it offers a different explanation as to how we Jews came up with the idea for this genre. And it's one that's based in the biblically uh, vision of Jews actually having agency and not powerlessness. The Parsha describes the creation of the category of a Jewish spiritual being that anyone can become. It's called the Nazarite. The Nazarite was a person who decided that they wanted to set themselves apart to be even more spiritually connected in God's presence than the rest of the community. The Torah recognizes that this can be a human tendency of people wanting to be, so to speak, holier than thou, to be more connected in their presence of God. And so it says, there, you can have this experience, but only temporarily. The Nazarite has the limitations both of time not being able to drink wine and not being able to cut your hair while you male or female are in this self-declared status. Now the Torah never shares with us of anybody in that scroll becoming a Nazarite. But the book of Judges, which follows soon afterwards, it's there that we meet the most famous of the Nazarites who may well have been the antecedent 
or the subjective idea of Superman. And I'm speaking of Shimshon or Samson, of Samson and Delilah fame, who heroically with such amazing strength, it seems magical, leads the Israelites to defeat the Philistines who'd been persecuting them. Samson is such a swaggering example of Jewish strength and agency. He's a figure that the early Zionists really appreciated. And he was limited by that Nazaritic prohibition to not drink wine and not cut his hair. But then he also was limited by his very human limits. When you are guided by your ego and become overcome with yourself, when you're guided by your sensual desire, then you are weakened. Now, many of you may feel that in this time of COVID, you are on your way to being a Nazarite because your hair is really uncut like mine is. And we're looking forward to the time when this temporary status for all of us will end and we can go out anytime we want and enjoy the Bay Area. But I do want to take a moment in this time and consider a deeper message the Torah might be sharing with us. And it's placing a limitation upon our desire to veer towards the religious extreme in showing our love for God or a desire for holiness. The Torah recognizes the desire to go above and beyond, and it puts a limit on that behavior. Religiosity in Judaism is something to be celebrated as a way of connecting to the holy within and without. But in that reaching towards God, we Jews are never supposed to abandon our rational engagement with the life in, here, in the here and now. God creates us to be in and of the world and do not abandon it. So a religious person should not, from the Torah's perspective, use religion to go against the use of reason to guide society. We Jews don't gash ourselves to show love of God. We don't deny the power of healing from psychologists and psychiatrists and physicians when we're ill. We pray for support, but we reach out rationally to find healing and our ability to go forward. The Torah grounds the institution of the Nazarite in earthly reality because Judaism believes that ultimately the superhero is not the mystic. But in each of us, we can find the heroic tendency to bring blessing and healing to the world. So this limitation of the Nazareth reminds me why we today as a Jewish community at Emmanuel will not abandon scientific reason and rush to prematurely reopen the synagogue out of a spiritual passion to be closer to God. No, we'll set aside that passion and hear the voice of God guide us as the divine speaks to us through science and through leaders who can guide us with reason to gradually reopen our doors in a safe and sane way when the time is right. But I do have to admit that this Pasha reminded me in this experience of COVID that there are real life superheroes in our midst. Instead of wearing capes, they wear gowns. They treat our loved ones in the hospital. They do wear masks, some of them pretty creative.
and they have amazing inner strength that I'm so grateful that they're able to draw on as they put food on our shelves, drive the trucks that bring us packaged goods, take in the refuse, make sure your water's running and our cities are functioning. Like you, I believe that this is a temporary time for us in the world and I look forward to setting aside this status of isolation. But even in the time of extremis, the Torah teaches us, we must always be grounded and guided by our values, our love of life and respect for all human beings. That speaks as well when we protest against something horrible that happens in society. In times of extremis, we have to be grounded and join our hands together and bring justice to this land that proclaims to be a place of liberty and justice for all that surely is not yet there. May we find the heroic within ourselves to stand together in this time and do the right thing. Sadik, sadik, Tirdof, as the cantor opened up the service to pursue that sadaka, that justice. Amen.